You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Hey, Matty Ice, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, you know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. All right, let's go down in the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them in a store near you. This is Axel the Axeman, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. As always, I'm Matty Ice. On the other line with me, as always, the Axeman. What What is going on, Axeman? Anything good? Yeah, you know... um... I know it's been a, a little hot and whatnot, but uh, got a little bit of rain this week. It's nice. Um, oh, it's it's gonna it's gonna cook back up here. Today's yeah. gonna be in, the, in like the nineties. I saw that. Yeah, the heat index is like around a hundred. Yeah, um, but N- not gonna be pleasant. Yeah, probably not. But you know, other than that, everything's everything's good. Yeah. You no. Know, uh, Enjoying everything, getting some wrestling in. You know how it is. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, um, my week, um, I kind of spent it with my my uh, my mom, my stepdad, my brother, his wife, and uh, their baby, my niece. So that was kind of fun. Did a bunch of kayaking out on Pewaukee Lake, and uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was good to hang out and see those guys and have some good visits. So, but then unfortunately, on Thursday morning or afternoon, came home. Well, I didn't come home. Miss Heather came home and uh, found her cat lying on the bathroom floor. So, and he wasn't moving. So, yeah. sad day there. Yeah. Lost the kid, cat. Yeah, that's always no good. No bueno. <clears throat> so, well, we'll dedicate that episode to it. <clears throat> dedicate the episode to the kitty cat. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, interesting week in wrestling, huh? Yeah, um, sort of. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, there's a lot of more interesting things going uh, on outside of wrestling than inside, right? It could be. It um, could be. Well, biggest story is uh, Cash Wheeler. Is uh in trouble with the law? Yep. What uh what do you take about that? Um 
my thought process on it, and I don't know the ins and outs of it. Um, I just listened to his like, um, his like arraignment hearing, mm-hmm. and from the arraignment hearing, it sounds like he didn't know these people. Um, and it seemed like it might've been, they were bothering him and they must've been bothering him to the point where he either had a flash's gun or, um, he was just that irritated that day that he just flashed his gun and said, I'm done, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So I think there's a, there, there's a, the backstory is still out there, um, that, you're not hearing, you're just hearing the headlines. Okay. So, but it was a $2,500 bail. Um, they didn't take his passport, so I believe he should be in London right now. Um, Are they going to let him? Are they going to let him go? Um, I mean, they, didn't, they said that uh, they didn't take his passport, so I'm. Um, taking a guess that he's able to go if management wants him to go. Yeah. Because did I hear right that, that, that uh, he could be potentially charged with a with a felony, right? Um, you wrong. Yeah, I guess that's a felony. Yeah. I don't know the difference. They said class three. I don't know the difference, to be honest with you. Yeah. So... But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure what will probably happen with him is that it'll be figured out to be like not his fault, you know, and he'll probably get off with um, uh, with a fine or something like that. Yeah. So part of me sees it like if you're being annoyed or harassed or whatever, right? Yeah. And part of me is like, are you stupid? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I don't know the full circumstances. So like, could he, could he have removed himself from the situation? You know, what's the deal? What's going on? You know, kind of thing like that. So, I mean, the full, like you said, the full story is not out there. So it's hard to, hard to, uh, I mean, the full the full story could be out there. I mean, I just didn't really do any hard yeah. research on it either. Um, but yeah, I mean, until you figure out the full story on it and like where he was at and how this incident came about, I mean, it's just my speculation that from his lawyer talking um, to the judge is that it was. Um, he didn't know these people. Okay. So. So that's why I'm taking taking a guess that it must be like a fan or, yeah, yeah or yeah. somebody was kind of stalking him and he just had enough. So, right. which doesn't really give you the right to flash a weapon. Right. Either. Right. Not right. not condoning not. What is it? Condoning his actions. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying it's okay. That probably was not not the move for him, for sure. Yeah. 
So, wow. but you hear a lot of stories about um, payments or people in the spotlight, we'll call it, um, having guns or whatever and um, things usually don't play out to the uh, fullest extent, I think. Yeah, the magnifying glass is always on you. Right. Well, so, I, I remember years ago, Scotty Pippen, he got pulled over and he had a pistol right in his uh, front seat. So, hmm. I think when he was back playing with the Bulls. Yeah. Or right after he was done playing with the Bulls or something, I can't remember. Yeah. You may or may not have been around for that. I don't know. I I mean I was, but I don't I don't really remember to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah, you were just a little tyke. Yeah. Um. Well, what? what uh, you had some in ring. In ring info. Well, I uh, was watching SmackDown last night. And um, I fell asleep during it, but I wanted to see Edge's last match in WWE because Edge is not renewing his contract. So wanted to watch that. I know that he gave like a heartfelt speech afterwards. And he didn't really say that he was done with wrestling. For sure. So, him and Christian might hook up and do a, a run somewhere or a match or whatever, and then he might call it. So, but Christian's in AEW, so he, huh, man, I just don't want to see Edge go to AEW. Right. I was just going to say that, that um, I'm sure Tony Khan is right on his heels. Um, I don't know, though, because um, to me, Edge feels like he's – and I understand he's he's worked a little bit in other places before he got famous, famous, but I feel like he's a WWE guy through and through, kind of like John Cena. I don't think John Cena or Randy Orton will go anywhere else. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, maybe not. Maybe Maybe Edge will just be done. So. Well, you know, if anything, you know, what Ed should do is, like, maybe do, like, we'll say, like, a, a bigger local event. You know what I mean? Like a blizzard brawl for us here in Wisconsin. Yeah, even if he just came to uh, sign autographs or something. Right. That would be cool. Or had, Or had a match or whatever the case was. With, yeah, with Christian, him and Christian go. Right, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, do just local stuff or. Yeah, just hook up with some some other like former WWE talent or something like that, and you know, just do a quick like fifteen minute match or something like that, ten minute match. Right. Main event card. So, I think that would be cool. Yeah, it would be. So, um, but, um, 
uh, who was that? Grayson Waller had Rey Mysterio and sent Santos Escobar on his uh, talk show or whatever the Waller effect um, on SmackDown, and he was trying to like you know rouse the two up and get in between the middle of the two and kind of break things up. And they were both like hand in hand, like I respect each, they respect each other and blah, blah, blah. And um, then Austin three came down and was like, I demand, uh, I demand uh, Adam Pierce to come down here and give him my title back because uh, the match was with Escobar and not Rey Mysterio. So, um, then Adam Pierce came down, and then guess who showed up after that? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Let me talk to you. Oh, yeah? Yep. And everybody was saying L.A. Knight on SmackDown. And uh, he gave a little quick promo. He, got, he, he actually gets quite a bit of mic time. Um... But, um, yeah, so they, he cut a promo and said that uh, since he won that Battle Royal and uh, Austin Theory wants um, a rematch for the title, he said, why don't we just have a number one contenders match for the U.S. title? And uh, so they did. Um, Ellie ended up losing uh, because of the Miz was down there and interfered, so... But, of course, but, anything to keep L.A. Knight out of the title picture. Yep. Yep. So, so I'm taking a guess that he's probably going to have a storyline with the Miz coming up. So, another probably pointless storyline. And Yeah, but if he has a good um, showing with the Miz, I guess it's just going to be another reason for everybody to argue for L.A. Knight. To be in the title picture. Yeah. Which. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that, you know, I was going to go off what you've been saying the last couple of weeks. Like, you don't have to put him in the main event. He can hold the U.S. title. Or if you want to put him on Raw, he can get in there with Walter and get the inter- Intercontinental title. Um, give him a run with that first. I mean, that's a good indication on what he's going to do with the main title. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could be a main event guy easily, easily. Um, I mean, with how over he is, I mean, he's got got the whole crowd into him, you know. Right. I mean, everybody's about LA Knight, so. Um, but uh, what I was going to say before is that um, as far as the storyline goes with the Miz. I think that could be like super good actually with the promo phase, you know what I mean? Right. Because they're both good talkers. Exactly. So your mom's probably flipping a lid. She's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny you say that because they are actually right now they're in Nashville and I guess that's where AEW was this, uh, this Wednesday. So my mom said that they saw a bunch of uh, people going to the wrestling show and stuff. 
Okay. Um, surprised my dad didn't try to talk her into getting tickets. But yeah, I'm sure they had some available, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I I mean, I don't know, but I don't think AEW sells out every show. Yeah. You know, and I've noticed AEW doesn't really go out west very all that often. I mean, they do a little bit, but not tons. I mean, they're mostly like Midwest and Eastern. You know what I mean? Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, they have about... like they run Chicago like every third weekend. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Whatever, I guess. Um. Yeah, they're there for like all, all crap ton of pay per views. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but um. Well, I think I think that's that was the hub. You know what I mean? As far as um, where it all began. What do you mean, where it all began? Uh, where it all began with uh, what was it? Uh, all in. Oh, that first show. Yeah, was the first show all in. Well, when before AEW had started, they did right, all right. all in there, and then yeah, all out was in Vegas. Yeah, like two years later or whatever, um, or maybe that was double or nothing. I don't know. Either way, I get what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That independent yep. show that Mr. Bucks was going to put on and Cody and stuff. Yep. Um, speaking of that, that um, come across my timeline earlier this week. Um, some some spotlights from those matches and stuff. Um, so yeah, so I don't know. That was definitely a good show. I I don't know. Have you have you watched it? That show. That, fir- that first show. Yeah, all in. Yeah. Did we watch it together or no? No, we watched all out when it was in Vegas or whatever with John Moxley. Um, showed okay. up. Did we you buy that pay per view? Yeah, yeah. It was when uh, we lived in the apartment. You come over. Well, I meant, did you buy all in? No, I didn't. Okay, so no, we only. I only saw like bits and pieces of it or whatever. Okay, well, you can go on YouTube and watch. Uh, that's how I've watched it. I went on YouTube. Oh. Okay. Um, but yeah, all those matches are really good. I mean, that to me is like original classic AEW. The stuff they're yeah. doing now, not uh, not what I signed up for. So, um, right. I don't know if you saw, but I guess this week, or maybe it was last week actually, um, they did a Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match between um, Jeff Jarrett and Jeff Hardy. Yep. And Leatherface showed up. That is dumb. That I always got to do something. Well, I mean, I, I get that they have to, it had something to do with promoting the new movie or whatever. Mm. Movie. Okay. Um, but like, why do you need to build, put that into a, a match like that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I'm surprised they get away with having all that stuff on TV nowadays. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like the blood and stuff. Yeah. 
Because, yeah. I mean, you've seen pictures, I'm sure you've seen pictures of uh, Jeff Jarrett. I mean, he was a mess. Yeah, he was pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think TNT's and TBS has got uh, a little bit more of a leash for them guys than, uh, well, I'm sure WWE would have more of a leash too, but they just want to stay PG. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where AEW is more for uh, older kids, you know, teenage kids and, and adults and stuff. But I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. I don't mind the. I mean, I know you and I have talked about it. I don't mind the the blood as long as it makes sense in the storyline. You don't need to bleed every match. Right. Old really quick. Yep. So. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they've been taking a page out of John Moxley too much. Probably. Um. So it sounds like uh, Charlotte Flair and um. Uh. Uh, what's, what's his name? Oh, Andrade. Andrade. I guess they, I guess they split. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I, I wonder what's going on there. I don't know why. I mean, Charlotte's been married like 10 times already, I think. Has she? She's been married quite a bit. I thought she was only engaged once. I think she's been in, been engaged at least. I, I think she's been married at least once and engaged two times that I know. Two times that I know before. Like mm. she might have, she might have been married like three. Mm. Taking a page out of her old dad's book. Yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, evidently she stopped following him on social media, and so did Ray Flair. Interesting. So, which is kind of shocking because, like, I wonder what actually transpired there. Because, I mean, Ric Flair thought very, very highly of him. I think, right? At least he always talked very, very highly of him. And I don't think he has his podcast going with Conrad anymore to be the man. Yeah, does uh, Conrad have any podcast going anymore? Um, he's on with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, my world or whatever, my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Conrad's too busy, uh, doing the mortgage stuff. He doesn't have time for 40 podcasts. Yeah. I don't know where he finds time to be a mortgage lender. Because he's, he's doing all this wrestling podcast stuff. He's probably got people that may, mainly do it for him. They just use his name. Oh, 100%, probably. Once you get established, you know, you don't got to do a lot of the legwork anymore. Right, you just sit back and watch the checks roll in. Right, right. Um, I keep forget. I'm going to bring it up now. I know it's a little off topic, but I've kept, I forgot to bring it up the last two podcasts we've had. But um, a few weeks ago... Will Ospreay and I believe Tanahashi were in the finals of the G1. Okay. 
and Tanahashi ended up beating Will Ospreay. But Will Ospreay once again had a five-star match. So if I'm counting correctly, just this year alone, Will Ospreay's had like five five-star matches. Yeah, he's probably going to be wrestler of the year. I mean, I know a couple weeks ago I asked you who who your mid-year wrestler of the year is, but holy crap, Will Ospreay has got to be wrestler of the year. If he's not, when we do the the PWI in October, if he's not number number one, I mean, I don't know who else is going to be number one. I know their numbering system's a little off, but, I mean, even if you go back to last summer when it restarted, I mean, he's he's got to be number one, has to be. Yeah. There's no, no we'll, find, we'll find out in a, in a couple of months here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I don't know, but he's killing it. He's for sure killing it. Yeah. And we're coming up on three years of podcasting. Yeah, we are. We are, uh, what, like nine episodes out? Ten episodes out? Maybe a little Something. more. Something pretty close like that. So. Crazy. Crazy talk. And just think, when we're back working together, and we're like, yeah, we should just start up a podcast. And we would probably have, like, who knows how long in that. Because I think it took us, like... Like eight months to actually pull the trigger. Was it eight months? I was going to say, like, almost a year, I thought. Oh, it might have even been more. I was just guessing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's somewhere... We'll say somewhere in a year's timeline. Yeah, but it could it could have been shorter than that. It could have been like six months. Yeah, well, definitely it easy six months to a year before we actually pulled the trigger. Yeah, well, it was nice that we found about this Spotify podcasters app. Yeah, aka the Anchor app. Yeah, RIP. Right. We've been here since the beginning. Yeah. But um yeah, you got any anything else? Um have you dabbled in any of the MJF Adam Cole tidbits that they've been doing? Um a little, I'm kind of staying clear of it because, um, I mean, you you know this. I'm not super into the comedy skits in wrestling because, to me, I, I understand it's all booked out and um, you know everything everything's gotta gotta end. But I'm more of treating it like a true sport. You know, it's serious for competitors, stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't really care too much about it, to be honest with you. So I don't really pay too, too, too much attention. Um, well, I don't know if... I don't know if you know this, but M. Cole and MJF are going up 
against uh, Aussie Open. Okay. For the ROH World Title, take team titles in the buy-in. Because that, so, that's, that's next weekend, right? No, it's this weekend. So it's tonight? This afternoon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right there in London. Yeah. At the buy-in, they're wrestling Aussie Open. So they're wrestling Aussie Open. And then they're going up against... Um, um, each other in the main event. So, hmm. Interesting. Huh. Um, but, but anyways, that, that seems a little. Sorry to cut you off, because I'm just trying to process this in my head. That seems a little foolish because what ha- what are you gonna do if something happens? I know. Like say big, something freak happens. It's a big gamble. Yeah, I don't know if I like that too much. Well, go go ahead. It's a big gamble, but you know what? In all honesty, it is a way to get the title off of MJF. In a manner to where. Um, he's not being beat like um, be, being beat um, um, uh, right in the center of the ring you know fair and square right. also um, all in is the 27th so next Sunday oh it's next Sunday yeah it's the 27th of August are we sure? Yeah, I'm looking at the the thing right now. Oh, that's what it was this weekend. Live Sunday, August 27th. Yep, and they've they've sold eighty thousand eight hundred forty six tickets, and WrestleMania 32 did eighty thousand seven hundred nine. So they've almost sold as many tickets as WrestleMania. Yeah, well, WrestleMania in the Pontiac Silverdome was like 93,000, so. <laughs> right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. I think that's, wait, was that in the Silverdome they did that, or was that in Toronto? Because weren't they in Toronto for WrestleMania one year? Um, sure they probably were, but no, it was Pontiac, Michigan, yeah. I thought they did a big, a huge number for WrestleMania in Toronto one year. But yeah, no, yeah, they're. I mean, I can't believe they're selling. They sold that many tickets over in London. Yeah, London likes their wrestling. I'll give them that. They probably just made a couple extra seats for, uh, you know, fans. Yeah, it, it, you know it'll be interesting to to actually see all these fans there. Um, because 
you're not going to be able to hide the, the <laughs> hide the, the blank audience. You know what I mean? In an open air stadium. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know, but because this is their first stadium show, right? Yep. Like big stadium, like WWE does. Because if you think about it, WWE does major stadium shows for WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And Crown Jewel. Yeah, I mean, they do stadium shows quite a bit. So, I mean, I mean, I don't don't know if... um, if AEW is going to ever be able to touch WWE when it comes to ticket sales. I don't think so. I mean, it definitely helps them that they don't do pay-per-views every month. Right. So, I mean, when when you only have, you know, four to six pay-per-views a year, it's definitely going to help your ticket sales because people are going to jump all over that. Right, but your, your regular base shows are pretty empty. At least, you know, the shots that you get from people and the way they have the hard cam set up, like, on the hard cam side, there's, like, nobody there. Like, they block off, like, the whole back side of the arena, so it's only, like, one side of the arena. Yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, um, other people feel the same way we do about AEW. I mean, there's there, there are some good things, don't get me wrong, but then there's some hokey pokey bullcrap right. that goes along with it. So, I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, we'll things, see. Hopefully, hopefully things get better. Yep. What I was going to tell you about this whole thing. This whole promo that these guys shot. And this has been going on back and forth a little bit. Um, They ended up going to um, I think it was who was it? Adam, Adam Cole was like, hey, I know how to get – oh, wait a minute, no. I forgot, forgot who was on. I think it was MJF. MJF was like, yeah, we're going to go to Outback Steakhouse, right? Because it's like the Aussie theme, right? So him and Adam Cole go to Aussie Steak um, – Outback Steakhouse, and, like, they have some – some food and MGF is like pondering everything real hard and kind of like surveying the land. And Adam Cole's like, Oh man, I love this place. And like just drooling all of the menu and whatnot. They both came out of the restaurant. Adam Cole's like, Oh, that was so good. And Max was like, you know what? It was really good. And he's just like, Oh, their food's, their food's better than our food and blah, blah, blah. He just kept on going down the line. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, saying that they're going to be better and, like, they need to get – they need to step up their game, him and Adam Cole. And Adam Cole, like, slaps them and is like, just stop. 
<laughs> and then uh, they ended up, uh, Adam Cole bought like the Crocodile Dundee dual disc DVD. And they were going to watch it. And then it became like a backstage segment of them um, having like a blow up alligator in a pool. And then one of the uh, the backstage guys mm-hmm. was like standing there by the alligator or whatever and like talking to it. And I don't know, it was kind of hokey. And then those guys are like in the shadows and they're like, uh, MJF has this new thing of uh, like the kangaroo kick. So like he wants to like be like this kangaroo kick or something like that. Where he hops around like a kangaroo because he saw videos of like kangaroos fighting and they're like, oh my god, these guys are so beasty and whatnot. So, anyways, mm-hmm. so they're in the shadows watching the guy with the alligator, and MJF is like, oh, I'm gonna give him the kangaroo kick, and he starts hopping like a kangaroo. And then um, Adam Cole's like, no, we're gonna double clothesline. They said double clothesline. That's your thing now, double clothesline. So they went and double clothesline this guy, and then Tony Khan ended up calling him into the office, and he was like, you know, I don't appreciate you guys double clotheslining people backstage. You need to say that for the ring and blah, 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 blah. And then they're like, okay, yeah, boss, we'll, we'll take care of it. And then uh, they come through the door, and then uh, they start bantering back and forth and whatnot. And MJF goes like, oh, well, 2024, you better better be willing to pay up and blah, blah, blah. And then Tony kind of opens up the door and says, what did you say? Oh, nothing, boss. <laughs> nothing, boss. It's okay. We're all good. And then... Uh, Tony Khan goes, great, all right, you boys have a good day or whatever the case is, so. And then that was it. So basically, they're going to run this 2024 thing into the ground then. Probably. Yeah, I just don't know if I like the the humor thing, especially for your um, main title storyline. You know, with seeing this storyline play out like it has been, is I I, I want to see MJF turn face. Yeah, well, but is he if he's a face, is he going to be this funny guy like this? Because if that's the case, I don't know if I like it. I definitely don't like that. You know. Yeah. It's like, especially if he's holding the main title, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if he's holding the main title, I think it'll be a little hokey, but um, I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I, I just think he's a funny guy. 
Oh no, yeah, he he does do some funny stuff. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, so like, but... <laughs> I think he could be like the uh, the the Santino Morella, you know, of uh, you know who I'm talking about, right, Santino? Yeah, I know who Santino is. Okay, all right. Um, I think he could do, be like that guy. Like he could, like he comes up with his kangaroo kick, like. He had the the cobra, right? Yeah, the cobra strike or whatever. Like, I mean, he could just come up with that and be just some like comedic wrestler with uh, like um, um, Cocabana. Yeah, but do you like that guy holding your main title? No. Right, that's what I'm saying. No. But what I'm saying is, I just like his comedy act. So no, like, no, I, I think, I, no, I I think instead of being like the main guy or whatever, I think he should just be the comedic act. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. Yeah, because I, I, I don't know. I think everybody's enjoying it. I mean, he could be like everybody's best friend. Yeah, just go from person to person, make best friends with everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then those guys fight because they're like, no, MJF's my best friend. No, he's <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Tony Khan's probably drooling over this storyline. Drawing up right now. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll give uh, Adam Cole the belt. Adam Cole can be a heel again. And... Uh, MJF can be the comedy guy. Well, yeah. Well, him and um, um, uh, my mind is like failing me today. The Kingdom, Matt Taven. Oh, Mike Bennett. And Mike Bennett. But then. Uh, Roddy, sorry, Roddy Strong. Um, Roddy was trying to tell Adam Cole that MJF is garbage and blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. And he ended up hooking up with with Matt Taven, and I could see like those guys. Almost showing up, or whatever the case is, and like being a distraction to MJF, and then um, <laughs> Adam Cole gets the win, turns heel on MJF, and then runs with the Kingdom. They start the Kingdom all over again. Yeah, no, that would be cool because I was just gonna say too that. Um... I really was digging Adam Cole when they were running around as uh, undisputed air. Yep, yep. I thought that was yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, because I I don't remember. I never. I wasn't watching ROH when he was doing the Kingdom stuff. But um, yeah, I definitely think think that that would work, but who would be the leader, him or Matt Taven? 
Um, I think Adam Cole. Yeah. Because Matt Taven was the, the leader of the kingdom after Adam Cole left. So that's why the only reason I say that. But I guess you could have that be your, um, you know, like the the issue in the background for a future storyline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. It's just a thought process. Yeah, no, I like that. That's good. That's you could good. have MJF kind of turn face a little bit and have Adam Cole turn the heel. Right. Right. Turn his back on MJF. Take the title. Carry the title for a little bit. They can figure something else out with uh, CM Punk and the other AEW title. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that a little bit so I can have more to say for next week. But I don't know if I really like that. But like I said, I haven't followed it too, too much. Um, I've been, I mean, as ever, all the listeners know, you and I have been a little down on AEW the past four, five, six months. Yep. Um, so, I mean... I don't know. I guess I had to follow the storyline a little bit better to uh, figure out. Actually, it's been a lot longer than that. It's been like a year. A year, yeah. Both of us. We we, we dabble in the highlights. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I'm in a place right now where, like, besides a few things, all current wrestling is a little... um, hit or miss for me lately. Yeah. So I've been trying to relive my childhood and uh, watch some older stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been more interested in the older stuff, even though I have already seen it. But Yeah. I got to relive my inner child. Right. Um, uh, I was going to say something. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Doesn't matter anymore. So. But anyways, you got anything else? Um, I was watching, because um, I, I just recently got a TikTok. So I've been watching, like, wrestling stuff on there. And um, I don't know... Obviously, it's from a documentary or something, and I don't know where, and I want to find it so I can watch the whole thing instead of just a clip, but they were talking about old, they were talking about WCW, right? Okay. And a few, few of them that I've watched have been pretty good, and I don't know if they're from the same documentary or what, but it's basically talking about, like, the downfall of WCW and some goofy things that happened that really turned a lot of people off, and the most recent one I watched was about, um, the Sting and uh, Hogan build-up, right? Okay. Uh, obviously, Hogan was in charge of the NWO, Hollywood Hogan, and Sting had already become Crow Sting, and he wasn't talking. And they said this was like an 18-month build-up 
for Hogan and Sting to face off in the ring. And mm-hmm. um, the people that were talking, Bischoff was talking, and Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hogan, Sting, somebody else was, was, was giving their two cents about it too. Obviously, like in separate rooms, separate whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Bischoff was saying uh, the whole time Hogan was going to, you know, going to let Sting win. He was going to be champ. Yada, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And um, all of a sudden, right before the show starts, Hogan's like, nope, I'm not going down for the title because at the time, the contract Hogan had signed with WCW was complete creative control. Mm-hmm. Um, it cuts to Kevin Nash, and he's like, yep, you can't give him complete control. And um, Hogan didn't want to lay down for Sting, and their plan was, according to Bischoff, that they came up right before they went through the curtain that it was going to be Sting was going to get pinned, but it was going to be a quick count, and he was going to kick out right at three, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it ended up being a normal count, and Sting didn't kick out, and then somehow they. Bret Hart got sent out there, and the match restarted, and Sting beat Hogan that way. And everybody was like, yeah, that was Hmm. Oh, I know you're not talking about uh, WCW, some hokey things that went on towards the end that turned a lot of people off, and I think there's a – it wasn't necessarily all Russo there at the yeah. end. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that was, like, the contracts and whatnot that they were having people sign, so. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was, I think it was doomed from the beginning there. Um, but, I mean, if you take the contracts out of the situation, I mean, there were some other things that they didn't do right. But, I don't know, for some reason I've been interested in, in that stuff uh, lately how the WCW thing went about and the downfall and stuff like that because I remember it as a kid but I don't remember some of that stuff you know what I right right that stuff I don't remember so but um yeah I mean other than that uh, yeah you know you might want to check out the rise and fall of WCW maybe that's what I it's very, like it's very possible, um, and that should be on the Peacock uh, Network. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you that. So, yeah, I mean, they had a lot of good, but they had. Some yeah, I mean, some some of it was a lot of good stuff in the moment, you know. Um. Yeah, like. Yep. Um, oh. oh, I was going to say, like, my glory days for WCW was the NWA to early WCW, like, probably like late 80s, we'll say early 93, 94. Yeah, late 80s, early 90s, right? This thing was hot on the scene, bleach blonde hair, Venice Beach, California. 
This is Sting. Yep. Yeah, no, that was that was good. Yeah, Luger and Pillman. Yeah. Um, no, that was that was definitely Steiner Brothers. Yeah. yeah. The Freebirds. Uh, Harlem Heat didn't get there yet. I thought they um, were still there in the early nineties. Uh well I mean yeah, they were they were there in like the like the later run. I'm talking about like Um, well, no, I think, I think they started wrestling like mid, mid nineties, Harlem heat. I'd have to check my, my stats on that, but I don't remember them back in like the early nineties. Um, but anyways, you had like the Steiners and, um, the Freebirds. you had, uh, the Midnight Express with Jim Cornette, beautiful Bobby, Stan Lane. So, and a lot of good stuff. Rock and Roll Express. So, yeah. And a lot of good stuff happening back then. You even had Mid Mark. A.K.A. The Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Mark Calloway. Who was never going to sell out an arena. No, no. Right. Um, if what a guy like that, you just got to find the right gimmick. Yeah, I guess. Now, <laughs> now, Mean Mark was never going to sell out an arena. But The Undertaker... What? Right. Right. Well, um, on a quick side note, yesterday, the wife and I went to uh, Vintage Fest. Okay. And that was in Glendale at the mall there. And uh, it was like vintage, like, clothing and stuff like that. Okay. And they had a couple, they had some wrestling shirts there that I was looking into, right? Mm-hmm. Um but either it was like somebody I wasn't interested in or um they had a a nineteen ninety rock shirt. Perfect condition. Hundred and fifty dollars. Is it signed? No, it's not it wasn't, no. I don't know about that. Yeah, I I thought that was a bit much, but it looked like it never even been worn or washed or anything. So, you know, we got to find some Wolfpack t-shirts. Oh well, speaking of that, they did have two Wolfpack shirts there, but one of them they wanted forty bucks for. Okay. Uh, I was like, nah, I can't pull the trigger on that. And the other one, they wanted 20 bucks for, but the screen print was pretty, like, kind of cracked and faded. You know how screen print gets after a while. Yeah. So, I was like, ah. The yeah, red and, were they the red and black ones? 
Yeah, it was red with the with the black wolf on it. With the yeah. black wolf. Yep, that's I had one of those. That's I don't know what happened to mine. See, I wanna I like the the one where it still says NWO, but it's the black shirt with the red lettering instead of the white NWO. Okay. I like those better. That's just my personal opinion though. But I I always like that that uh, the theme music for the wolf pack. Yeah, that the wolf howls and yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. That would be my ringtone if I could get it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a pretty, good. I don't know. So both the both of the um, NWO theme songs are good. Yeah, like the original one. New World Order for life. Yeah, see, like that's those are good. Those are good. And yep. you know, if they wouldn't have put so many people in the NWO, so the NWO could have been great, and then the, the spinoff of the Wolfpack could have been great. Yeah. Well, I mean, when when you when you put the whole roster in NWO, right. except for Goldberg and DDP, yeah, yeah those three Sting, guys. Sting, Sting was Wolfpack. Well, at the end, but not at the beginning. Yeah. I don't know if, if he went NWO or if he went Wolfpack. I think he was just Wolfpack. He might have been just Wolfpack. I, I can't. I can't remember a hundred percent. I need to rewatch that, and then maybe we rebook it to make it sound better. Yeah. So. But yeah, other than that, uh, that's all I got. I'm, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Um, the only thing I got, uh, is like, I just hope that they give LA Knight the respect that he deserves in the end, you know, instead yeah. of just being a, a guy that hypes up the crowd and, yeah, he needs more. He deserves a good story behind him, and not just flailing around wherever and hyping up the crowd. Yeah. Well, you got a wrestler of the week, then? I'm going to say Edge. Edge? Okay. 25 years of Edge. It's probably a lot less. I'm sure he yeah. been wrestling for 25 years. I don't know. He's been... Even with his time... He's been a long time. Because you got to think he's been back for two years already. Two or three years. Yeah, I can't remember when he left. It had been... 11 or 12. 
no, yeah. he would have left yeah. in like 15, maybe. Yeah. 14 or 15, right? Yeah, and then, yeah, and then he was he came back in 21. 20 or 21. So. Yep. Alright, so, we're going with that. Going with edge. Okay. Uh, you know what? His, his, theme, his theme music, real quick, is, is pretty solid, too. Well, Alter Bridge is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, it is a good one. Um, I think, um, you know, this this is going to be out of left field. You're, you're never going to guess this one. But uh, okay. I, I got to go with Randy Orton. Randy. I, he keeps coming across uh, my Twitter and my TikTok. I just RKOing people out of nowhere. So uh, this week I, I dabbled in a few uh, – Old school Randy Orton clips, okay, and, uh, and uh, matches. So, uh, yeah, I gotta go with old Rand, the Rand Man. Not a bad yeah. choice. I'm, uh, I'm hoping he gets his back figured out, and comes back for one last run. Um, you know, uh, speaking of Randy Orton, Tommaso Ciampa is looking for Johnny Gargano, and he's been doing some, um. Videos on Johnny trying to find Johnny Gargano. He's been like posting signs up, and he was on Raw posting signs up of Johnny. And Matt Riddle comes up, "Hey, bro, you looking for your bro too? I'm not looking for my bro. I'm just looking for my best friend Johnny." He's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm missing my bro too, Randy." <laughs> and then they were going back and forth, Johnny, Randy, Randy, Johnny. It was kind of funny. That's funny. And uh, Michael Chapman was doing an uh, uh, a segment to where he was at his house in his uh, or he was just about to get in his uh, ice bath or the cold water bath or whatever that they do. You know, yeah, it's supposed to be really good for you. So if anybody wants to uh, try it out, three minutes a day, sit in a. Mm-hmm. 50s degree water or something like that for three minutes does a little good so anyways um but yeah he was sitting in there he's got a sign up saying looking for johnny if you see him contact him off with and uh he uh was in the, the tub and was like johnny 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 y'all know johnny kind of mm-hmm. funny I like the mouse. He's a good guy. Just been very, very injury prone. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Well, on that note, I guess we we end it, right? Yeah, I think so. At least for this week. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Alrighty. Well. Until next week. Catch all you folks later. He is out. Later. Follow us on Twitter at Beer City Boys One. 
That's the number one, not spelled out. Beer City Boys 1. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hot Hot tag out. out.